You're listening to The Crash Pod, the only New Warriors podcast and perhaps the most inconsistent podcast ever. You can find us over at newwarriors.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes. We have a Facebook group that is pretty cool. You can go to facebook.com forward slash newwarriors.com group, all spelled out. Also, if you want to follow us on other social media, we are on Twitter at Twitter at new underscore warriors. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Crash Pod. That's right. Uh, after a gap of like, I don't know, something like four or five years, I did an episode uh, like a week or two ago. And now I'm back with another one, almost on a fairly consistent basis. What is this madness? Anyway, this time we're going to cover New Warriors 18, 19, and 20. Uh, Before I do that, however, I just want to say you should definitely check out this podcast called Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. Uh, Corey, who runs the New Warriors Continuity Conundrum, conundrum, however you say that word, uh, he was in the previous episode, um, uh, episode or two ago, I can't remember. Uh, David Galler, who has been a part of the New Warriors group forever and now does actually professional writing, is also scheduled to appear on their podcast and just released this week. Uh, I appeared on their podcast uh, going over some of the New Warriors and how it ties into some of the uh, things with Power Pack. They're two guys that are exceptionally very fun to work with, so I had a great honor and a great pleasure of being on their podcast. So definitely check out Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. It's a great podcast. But now, with that out of the way, let's talk about New Warriors 18, 19, and 20. Uh, As always, what I want to do is throw out some trivia questions that throughout this podcast will eventually be answered, but... Feel free to break out your number two pencils, write the answers down if you know them. If not, maybe you'll learn something new about uh, the New Warriors. All right, so trivia question number one. What problem do Vance and Rich encounter outside the go-go bar? All right, once again, what problem do Vance and Rich encounter outside the go-go bar? All right, next question. Who do Rich and Vance go to the go-go bar to meet? Who do Rich and Vance go to the go-go bar to meet? That is question number two. A little bit of a tongue twister. Next question. How does Vance disguise himself when speaking with the person they're there to meet? Again, question number three. How does Vance disguise himself when speaking with the person they're there to meet? All right, next question. What company did the Taylor Foundation support that was tied to the Proteus stuff uh, that was seen in New Warriors Annual Number One. Uh, as a bonus, who is the mutant that runs that organization? So once again, what is the company that the Taylor Foundation supports that was tied to the Proteus project from New Warriors Annual Number One? Bonus, who is the mutant that runs it? Um, Let's see, next question. What recreational skill does Speedball possess that was discovered in New Warriors number 19? Once again, what recreational skill does Speedball possess that was discovered in New Warriors 19? And the last trivia question for this session will be in New Warriors number 20. What additional language do we learn that Night Thrasher can actually speak? Once again, in New Warriors number 20, what additional language do we learn that Night Thrasher can speak? 
All right, so we're going to dive right into this with New Warriors number 18. The issue opens up with Cord on the street, fearful, running for his life. And it is none other than Night Thrasher that is giving chase as he's running along the rooftops. Night Thrasher manages to catch up to him and grabs him with a line and pulls him up by the neck, saying, You're going to tell me the truth, and if I don't like it, you die. Which seems pretty extreme for someone like Night Thrasher. Except when you consider the fact that Night Thrasher took Rich Rider, who at the time was powerless and chucked him off the top of a building on a hunch that his power would kick in. So, ugh. The scene shifts, and we go to Vance and Rich, who show up at a go-go bar, but they're not 21 years old, so uh, Rich goes ahead and provides them both with a fake ID. So the problem that they run into at the go-go bar is that they are not actually of age to go inside. When Vance asks Rich who they're supposed to meet, the club announcer introduces the person they're there to meet, none other than Pretty Persuasions from... Psionics. Vance uses his motorcycle helmet to disguise his face uh, once he realizes who she is and that she is a part of a team that they've fought before. And Rich warns Pretty Persuasions to stay out of crime because they'll bust her if she uh, continues her, her old ways, if you will. Uh, we switch again and we find Silhouette finding Dwayne, who is a super tough guy, crying and having an emotional moment where he is saying that everything in his life has been a lie. Um, in the meantime, Cord is frantically trying to reschedule the meeting that Dwayne has canceled, and he meets up with Firestar and Amrita, who are puzzled by the fact that they're actually meeting up, because according to Dwayne, he had canceled the meeting. Speaking of Dwayne, we cut back to Dwayne, and he tells Silhouette that... I'm sorry, he, f he tells Silhouette he's found information that ties the Taylor Foundation that is responsible for the Oprah Industries. There's an answer to a question. Dwayne notes that when he confronted Cord and chased him, Cord had run to a shop called Tony's Models, and he seemed very upset that, that the place was locked, um, which, once Dwayne looked into, the Taylor, the Taylor Foundation had some charitable contributions. So Dwayne and Silhouette decide, well, let's go investigate what this Tony's Models place is, and as they do, they find a hidden basement, and down there are crates full of weapons. And Night Thrasher, who's still standing upstairs, gets ambushed and shot at point-blank range while he's in his armor. And thankfully, that armor is what protects him from the ambusher, uh, who tries to basically gun him down. And as Night Thrasher grabs him and starts beating him to a pulp, the guy says, you know what, I'll confess everything. This whole thing is run by none other than Cord." but that is not who runs Oprah Industries, just so you know. Cord is who is responsible for everything that is in the Tony's model shop. So we switch again back over to Rich and Vance, who show up to New Warriors base for the meeting, and they see Speedball, Firestar, and Namorita, and Cord with a gun. Cord shows a neck wound that he got from Night Thrasher when he had pulled him up by the neck, and claims that Night Thrasher and Silhouette are being manipulated. Night Thrasher and Silhouette show up, and find themselves being attacked by the new warriors, who explain that Cord said that they're being manipulated. But when Cord fires a concussion grenade at Silhouette Night Thrasher, the other new warriors kind of realize something's up. Like, he's being way too aggressive, and like he's not even trying to talk to them. Um, but the new warriors decide, well, you know, something's up. That Cord's being way too unusual. Um, Something, we have to do something. Like, this is not something Cord would normally do. He would normally try to talk things out if it's just a matter of being manipulated. 
And so when the new warriors turn on him, Cord is struck with fear and says something about a female doing something. And then he proceeds to put the barrel of the gun to his head and pull the trigger. Fortunately, he's still breathing, and Marvel Boy and Nova uh, rush him to the hospital with Marvel Boy using his TK to keep him stable. And Nova uses his speed to grab Marvel Boy and fly as quick as they can to the hospital. Night says that they're headed for Vale, Colorado for some answers because Oprah Industries is owned by none other than the mutant Gideon. So that's where issue 18 ends. And then we go into issue 19. This starts off poorly for the newers. They've already been captured by Gideon, who's using Vance's telekinetic abilities to essentially beat the hell out of Vance. Gideon, who has the ability to mimic any power in his proximity, whether it's mutant, natural, chemical like the Hulk, or even electrical like Iron Man's armor, he can pull that and manipulate it to his own needs. So he's essentially using uh, Marvel Boy's TK ability to beat the hell out of him. Uh, Marvel Boy looks severely beaten. Gideon demands to know what their business is and why they attacked him. The New Warriors explain that they found evidence. The New Warriors explain that they found evidence that Gideon's company, Oprah Industries, there's your answer, has ties to a recent skirmish that involved the Proteus Project, which was uh, seen in New Warriors Annual Number One. Gideon then uh, tires over Marvel Boy and uses his TK power to basically knock him out, and he turns to yell at Firestar. Uh, he uses Firestar's own ability to essentially scorch her face. Uh, Gideon uses uh, Silhouette's Shadow Meld ability to stand Firestar and uses her own power uh, to burn her hair and just basically make a mess of um, Firestar. The scene shifts again to Oakland, where we see a drug deal going down. A mysterious feline-looking figure, humanoid with long claws, leaps from the roof, and the silent figure doesn't even say anything, doesn't even slow down. He just cuts them all down to pieces. And when it's all done and the smoke is cleared, none other than a very familiar figure emerges, and it's Left Hand who tells the figure, You are the tiger who smiles at the kill, yet you know so little about yourself. Come with me, smiling tiger. I will guide you through the darkness. And so Smiling Tiger accepts. Another scene shift again. We go to Mount, and I am going to mispronounce this. It's S-I-N-A-I. I'm going to assume Mount Sinai Hospital, where Cord is being visited by his wife. And I'll probably slaughter this name. M-I-Y-A-M-I. -I, Miami? Uh, Miami? Like, I don't know. That seems weird, because that seems like a place in Florida, right? I don't know. Anyway. Who, uh, who is his wife, and it is the mother of Silhouette and Midnight's Fire, or um, Silhouette Cord and Aaron Cord. And once she sees Ty in the room, she flees in fear. The scene shifts back to Gideon, um, where Firestar explains that they had a plan, and that they, Night Thrasher and Speedball, would snowboard from the top of the mountain and sneak, it, sneak in from the top, while Nova, Speedball, and the others basically uh, cause like a distraction so that um, Night Thrasher and Speedball could get him from the top. Because much to Night Thrasher's surprise, turns out Speedball was the only other person in the New Warriors that actually had the recreational ability to know how to snowboard. The other New Warriors help Nova and make their way towards Gideon's home. Uh, just as Night Thrasher and Speedball reach Gideon in the jacuzzi, he uses Speedball's own powers, mi mimicking them quickly to handle Night Thrasher and Speedball. Like, he just takes him out and is a master of the kinetic energy that Speedball has been using for all these years, Gideon just seems to know how to perfect it. 
And so um, back to the present, Night Thrasher throws out some colorful language and gets a backhand, um, which is done with enough strength to break Night Thrasher's helmet. And you have to consider this armor took a machine gun fire at point-blank rage the issue before, and he was hit with enough strength to break that helmet. And that is because he is borrowing none other than Namorita's super strength. So back to when Night Thrasher and Speedball were confronting Gideon, so we slipped back into the past a little bit. Gideon dis displays superior control over the kinetic energy and even threatens to drain Speedball out of existence as he clutches him by the throat. The rest of the New Warriors arrive at that moment, and Gideon does something that no one has seen before. He essentially hits Speedball so hard that he is actually rendered unconscious versus simply just bouncing. He proceeds then to use the New Warriors' powers in the ways that they've not, such as he uses um, Silhouette's Shadow Punch to essentially phase through Nova's chest, similar to what we always see Vision do, and basically cause Nova immense pain that renders him unconscious. So we're seeing Gideon do all these incredible things that none of the New Warriors have done before. So we see the potential that all of these New Warriors have and some of them they've actually eventually gone to do, but a lot of these things, like the Shadow Punch, we've not seen Silhouette do. Probably because it causes immense pain, and that's not something Silhouette typically wants to do. Um, and Gideon says if they wanted to, if they wanted to know what they wanted to know, they're going to have to cheat, lie, and even kill to get the truth. And Marvel Boy says if that's what it takes, we'll do it. And Gideon laughs and says, fine. I'll explain everything. We now slip into New Warriors number 20. We actually don't get to hear what Gideon had to say. Uh, the issue just opens up outside of Clan Yoshida in Tokyo, Japan. And apparently the Yakuza gangs have some kind of connection to the Taylor Foundation. Silhouette basically teleports down, uh, takes out some guards, while Farstar uses her power to short out the security feed. But it's not long before the new warriors find themselves knee-deep surrounded by ninjas adorned in red. Uh, Morocco Yoshida comes out and Night Thrasher speaks in Japanese. This is new to everyone. So there you go. There's another uh, question answered. Telling her that they've come seeking information. She explains that the new warriors should begin with the Tatsuo clan. And perhaps then she would be able to help them. So we scene shift to Chinatown now, Chinatown, Manhattan, I should say, and Ty tracks down Cord's wife, Miami, is how I'm going to pronounce it. It's probably wrong. Anyone can correct me. That's fine. Where we learn Miami had faked her own death and the death of her children to prevent them from being pawns of Ty. Uh, Ty asks what became of the children. Miami explains that they, they were left in Manhattan and she's not seen them. She doesn't know anything about them. And Ty suddenly realizes who the children are and then proceeds to kill her own daughter, saying, farewell, my daughter, and kills her. So we switch back um, after that very callous moment to some more chilling moments. I mentioned in the previous podcast how Fabian introduced real-life problems for these characters, not just villains who show up and ruin their day, but real-life problems. The next scene, Vance awakens, having taken quite a beating from both Terex and Gideon, his arm is broken, his face is beaten in black and blue. Uh, he's home, he comes downstairs, and he catches his father yelling at his mother about how she's lying. And then the father turns and sees Vance and says, you were not hurt in some motorcycle accident, were you? 
and even before Vance has the opportunity to explain what's going on, his father strikes him close-fisted across the face, laying Vance down on the ground. Uh, his father begins to lay into him about how he's a beauty freak and how he's going to pay. How are we going to pay for these medical bills? Vance tries to explain through a major bloody nose that the warriors have taken care of it. This only adds to the fuel of the fire when his father says, what, do you think your your freak friends are better than your family? Is that what you think? They're all perverts. They're all, you know, distortions of nature. And his father grabs him again and says he will pound the muty freak out of him. And suddenly Vance snaps and says, never again. And hits his father with his telekinetic blast so hard he sends him through two sets of solid walls. His father is not breathing, but rushed to the hospital. Meanwhile, back in Japan, the rest of the warriors are going after the Tatsu clan and track them down to a shipping pier where they bust up a ring and find evidence of guns and heroin and stuff like that. However, that victory is short-lived uh, as soon as they find themselves attacked by a team of armored flying samurai calling themselves the, excuse me, calling themselves the Cyber Samurai. The new warriors, after some time of dealing, manage um, how to take down Diode, Electrix, and Vibretto, leaving only Fuse when uh, Tatsuo stops the fight and asks what the new warriors are doing. They explain that the Tatsuo clan has some shady dealings with the Taylor Foundation, and Tatsuo quickly knows it was Yashidi who sent them. And uh, he explains that it's not like the sole problem, but he would have he'd be happy to explain it if they approach him logically and just simply asked versus just outright attacking him. He barters that he will give names, places, dates, materials, and even more than they could believe about their connections with the Taylor Foundation if they leave Japan's matters to Japan. Duane agrees, um, but back at the hospital, uh, where Vance's father is being kept alive, the doctor explains that over 70% of his bones were grinded to dust. And Detective Mason explains that she needs to find out what happened. Just then, Vance shows up and is promptly arrested by Detective Mason. Back with the New Warriors, um, Firestar Silhouette and Speedball say they can't agree to just leaving Japan's matters alone and letting this heroin go out unchecked, basically, and letting these armed deals and heroin just slipping into normal society. But Nova sides with Night Thrasher saying that they can't get up in a war between two large families in Japan. Like, that's out of their league. That's out of what they should be doing. Um, this is like a Japan issue. Let's just get back to what we need to do, find out about the Taylor Foundation, and go back to the U.S. and take care of stuff in our own country. And Night Thrasher is so furious that in this fight, it's like for him. Like, he's trying to find out about the lie that has been his life and his company and everything about his past. And he gets so, uh, so upset that like even ethics are coming in the way of this. Cause it's not even about ethics anymore. It's about what he needs to find out about the truth. And he says, you know what? I quit. And as of right now, the new words are officially disbanded and that's where it ends with issue 20. And I wanted to stop there because the next set of issues will deal with the next storyline that develops from this, um, moment so there you have it uh it's really quick managed to do this fairly quickly we're going to go over the trivia questions what problem do vance and rich encounter outside the go-go bar they were underage 
who do Rich and Vance go to go see at the Go-Go Bar? It is none other than Pretty Persuasions from Psyonix. How does Vance disguise himself when speaking with uh, Pretty Persuasion? Uh, he uses a motorcycle helmet, which he has been known to ride. It mentioned it in the other podcast when he picked up Firestar on the uh, motorcycle to go on a date. What company did the Taylor Foundation support that was tied to the Proteus project from New Wars Annual Number 1? Uh, bonus, who was a mutant. So it was the Oprah Industries, and the mutant was Gideon. What recreational skill does Speedball possess that was discovered in New Warriors number 19? That would be snowboarding, when Night Thrasher specifically says, of course, you would be the only other person who knows how to snowboard. And then in New Warriors number 20, what additional language do we learn that Night Thrasher can speak? Japanese. So there you have it. This is a quick and dirty little episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you do, like, subscribe, share, whatever. Tell the people about it. Um, I am trying to do these more consistently. Until next time, stay cool. You're listening to The Crash Pod, the only New Warriors podcast and perhaps the most inconsistent podcast ever. You can find us over at newwarriors.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes. We have a Facebook group that is pretty cool. You can go to facebook.com forward slash newwarriors.com group, all spelled out. Also, if you want to follow us on other social media, we are on Twitter at Twitter at new underscore warriors. And I can't do this without recommending visiting www.novaprimepage.com, which is run by Doug Smith. It has anything and everything that has to do with Nova in any shape, way, or form. Whether it is Rich Ryder or Sam Alexander, it is covered here. And it is the only New Warriors-related site that has the honor of actually having appeared in a New Warriors comic, which had appeared in Nova. And I cannot emphasize enough checking out Corey Blake's New Warriors Continuity Conundrum. Uh, you can find that at newwarriors.wordpress.com. It is essentially every character who has ever been a New Warrior listed with their appearance in continuity lines. It also takes what issues uh, New Warriors have appeared in and put them all in a timeline that makes sense. It's incredible. Corey has put a ton of work into his site, as has Doug Smith, so I highly recommend checking out those sites. And if you enjoy the podcast, please like, share, subscribe, and tell all your friends. You don't have to tell them how inconsistent we are, just tell all your friends.